Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Creativity Lives Here, a podcast designed to support you with tapping into your peak creative potential. It brings me so much joy to be back at the mic this week. Last week on Friday, I was filming a Swiss commercial, which was a lot of fun and definitely an adventure. And we only found out kind of last minute that we would be filming that day. So I had intended to have this episode ready for you on that day And I had actually already recorded it, but then when I realized that I would be filming that day, I kind of reflected back on my recording and I realized that it really resonated with me to actually re-record the episode, which I normally don't do. I feel like my inner perfectionist has actually been in a really healthy place with this podcast, which is super cool. Um, and quite an accomplishment for me that I'm proud of. Um, but yeah, I just really felt called to re-recording this. And once I knew that I would be filming on Friday, just didn't feel aligned to try and cram posting an episode on that day as well. As much as I'm devoted to launching a new episode every week, I also believe in setting healthy creative boundaries. And if I genuinely feel that the space isn't there to share an episode in any given week, I'm not going to do that. But anywho, here I am back. And today I have another solo cast for all of you. I always love recording these. I just feel like they're such fun little intimate chats with you, my dear community. And next week, I am launching a new creativity coaching offer that I've already been hinting at here and there. Um, So I'm going to be talking more about that in next week's episode. And obviously, I'll also be sharing about that on all of my social channels like the Instagram where I hang out for most of the time, at Leia underscore Salinas, if you don't follow me yet. And that handle is also in the show notes. Okie dokie! So, um, yeah, so in the spirit of me launching a creativity coaching offer next week, I thought it would be super cool to, in today's episode, share one of the key tools that I use with all of my clients. And that tool is the great big tool of taking small steps. Guys, I don't know why I'm acting so goofy right now. It's been kind of a kooky day. So I guess that energy has just been rubbing off on me. And now it's channeling into this silly podcast episode. Um, I'm going to try and pull myself together and speak a little bit more seriously. But yes, that tool is taking small steps. And I love sharing about this tool and talking about this tool because very often there is an assumption that taking a small step won't get you very far. And in today's episode, I am going to break that assumption. And I am also going to share with you how to take small steps properly, or at the very least, how to take them 
in a way that I learned how to take them, which has been super effective for me and super effective for all of my clients. So very much looking forward to sharing that with you. And before I dive in, I still want to say that many of the things that I am going to be sharing with you in today's episode are things that I learned from my creativity coaching training called Kaizen Muse Creativity Coaching, which is by the wonderful Jill Badonsky, my creativity coaching teacher and the creator of Kaizen Muse Creativity Coaching. So I just want to give credit where credit is due. I'm going to link all of her amazing work in the show notes below. So you can check that out and learn more about Jill's work. All right, let's dive in, as I always like to say. So as I mentioned, the form of creativity coaching that I learned is called Kaizen Muse Creativity Coaching. And Kaizen is actually a Japanese word that stands for continuous improvement through small steps. And small steps actually form the basis of this form of creativity coaching that I teach my clients. And the reason for that is, is that we often set, and by we, I mean people in general, we often set goals that are too overwhelming for us. And actually only a very small percentage of people can create change in their lives by using giant leaps. And I'm going to explain why right now. And by the way, today's episode isn't applicable only to your creative life and your creative projects, but to your life in general. I feel like once you learn how to take small steps properly, you can apply this to any area of your life. So don't just feel like this is only for your awesome creative stuff, although This is definitely helpful for that as well. All right. So the reason that only so few people can create change by using large leaps, that reason is actually located in our brain. So I'm going to get a little bit brainy on you for a moment, a little bit science-y. This bit won't last very long if you're not that interested in science-y things, but it's a really helpful explanation. So basically... There's a part of our brain called our cortex, and that's where all of our creative intentions live. And at the same time, there's a part in our brain called the amygdala, which sends out a fear response. And our amygdala has the power to shut off our cortex. So basically, once our amygdala sends off this fear response, it shuts off our cortex and simultaneously shuts off all of our creative intentions and all the big grand things that we want to do. And basically, when we take large leaps, we activate the amygdala. So yes, you can probably guess where I'm going here. By taking a small step, we can sidestep this response in our brain, and we can kind of outsmart our amygdala, and we can kind of outsmart our brain. So that's why small steps are so helpful and so important. So now I'm going to take you through a little how-to where I'm going to share with you specifically how to take small steps so that they actually work. 
So this is a little three-step process that I go through with all my clients when we decide what their next small steps are going to be. And you can obviously also use this process um, by yourself. So the first step is to always discern what small step am I going to take. So the first step is simply deciding what the small step is. The second step is asking yourself, is this small step small enough and is it measurable? So in other words, are you giving yourself a specific time frame in which you're going to complete your small step? For example, I'm going to spend five minutes working on this painting or I'm going to write a hundred words. And notice how I'm picking really teensy, tiny steps. So when you decide on your small step, I highly recommend that you don't pick something bigger than five minutes or longer than a hundred words. Really make it as tiny as you possibly can. And again, like I just said, make sure it's measurable so that once you've completed it, you actually know. Versus just picking something open-ended like this evening, I'm going to work on my website, which is not a specific measurable task. And then, yeah, like I also said, making sure that it's small enough. So really focusing on making your small step as small as you possibly can. So for example, let's say um, this is not necessarily in the creative realm unless you consider flossing your teeth creative. Let's say you're trying to cultivate a habit of flossing your teeth. So starting that by just flossing one tooth, Um, telling yourself this evening at 9 p.m. I'm going to floss one tooth, which gets me to step number three, asking when am I going to do my small step? So setting a very specific point in time, specific point in the day when you're going to do your small step. So just to recap, number one, asking yourself what small step am I going to take? Number two, asking yourself, is it small enough and is it measurable? Number three, asking yourself when you're going to take your small step. And then also always giving yourself permission not to take the small step. So that might seem a little bit counterintuitive and like you're giving yourself a way out of a commitment that you've made to yourself. But that permission piece is really important because it creates the space for you to not feel guilty if for whatever reason the small step doesn't end up happening. And it's really important that in our creative process and in our lives in general, we don't start hoarding guilt for things that we haven't done because that's counterproductive and is just going to keep us from feeling fueled and excited about future steps we want to take. So giving yourself permission not to take the small step. And something that I also always like to tell myself and my clients is make sure that your small step is as simple and as fun and as easily doable as possible. In other words, just make it really easy and fun for you to show up for yourself. And if you're having trouble figuring out how your small step could be easy or fun, 
Maybe just begin by asking yourself the question, how can I make this easier and more fun? And actually asking small questions like the one that I just asked is a whole other topic and facet of creativity coaching, which I'm also going to create an episode about in the future, but I just gave you a little sneak peek there. So that's cool. All right. So now here comes the bit where I address how people like to say, oh, but Leah, I'm not going to get anywhere if I only do a small step for five minutes. That was a really weird voice and a really weird accent. And I don't know where that came from. And none of my clients or my friends sound like that. But I just felt like doing a weird voice there. All right. So here's the thing. The small steps, for the most part, are just designed to get your momentum going and to bust through your resistance. And here's the key. Once you've done your small step, you can keep going. And I always tell my clients, allow your intuition to lead you to the next step. All right. So let's say you're working on a website for your business and you gave yourself the small step that today at 10 a.m. you are going to go into your website builder and spend five minutes working on your website. There's a chance that during those five minutes, you start building up just a tiny bit of flow and momentum and you feel like you could keep going. So you just give yourself the space to see where your intuition leads you next. And if you're still feeling resistance, you can create another small step for yourself. So basically, there's two things that can happen. Or actually, I'll say three. There's three things that can happen after we take a small step. And all of these are perfectly acceptable, by the way. They're all awesome. So either we start to feel a wonderful sense of momentum and flow and we want to keep going with whatever we, we got into. So then you keep going. Scenario number two, you still feel resistance after taking your small step, but you want to keep going. So you just create another small step for yourself. So maybe spending five more minutes on your website or writing another hundred words, or if you're an actor, learning another line. And scenario number three you decide to stop. So either you genuinely just don't feel like you want to keep going or maybe you don't have enough time. Maybe those five minutes you gave yourself to work on your book were truly the only five minutes you had. Um, and if that's the case, if you decide to stop after taking your small step, that is still a win. That is still an accomplishment and do you see how taking those five minutes to work on your project is a bigger accomplishment than if you would have told yourself, oh, I'm going to spend an hour working on my book, but then you don't get to it at all because maybe you didn't have the time or your amygdala shut off your cortex. Ah, do you see how I got science again? Or in other words, maybe you overwhelmed yourself by giving yourself an hour and you didn't, you know, you didn't follow through on that at all. So the whole point is, even if after your small step, you stop, you still have a win, you still accomplish something. And most importantly, 
you filled yourself up with confidence, which is only going to fuel you in the future and in future creative endeavors and future small steps. And that's super important versus feeling guilty and down on yourself because you didn't do the hour. Another thing that I still say about small steps is that they're also a wonderful way to work on a project or keep up the momentum on a project where that project is not necessarily your number one priority at that point in time, or maybe you only have very little time for it. So it's actually very interesting. I've had a number of clients lately who where this has been the case for them and actually also in my own life. So right now I am obviously in the process of really expanding in my creativity coaching business, doing a lot of work there. Um, I'm also getting some acting work in Switzerland, which has been very exciting. And simultaneously, I have this project that means a lot to me, and I don't want to completely put it on the back burner. And that project is writing my own short film. And I could just tell myself, hey, you know, Leia, you can put that on the back burner right now and just focus on these other things because you really don't have the time. But at the same time, intuitively, I sense that that is not a move that resonates with me. I still want to pour some energy into this project on a regular basis. So I've told myself that every week for five minutes, I'm going to work on this script. And normally it ends up being like 25 minutes or even 50 minutes. Um, and by the way, every week on Friday morning, so very specific, following my own advice. Um, but yeah, normally it ends up being 25 minutes or 50 minutes. But even if my Friday morning is super busy with, you know, posting a podcast episode or, or doing something else, I will have still dedicated those five minutes to this script writing project. And there's still a sense of keeping my momentum going which is a really empowering feeling. And I've also made it really easy for myself to show up to this project because it's just five minutes a week and that's pretty easy to accomplish. So I hope that's motivating for you. And oh, one, one more thing I'd still like to share is that in my own experience of taking small steps, with quite a few tasks, I found that, so this normally relates to tasks that I feel kind of overwhelmed by, and I think they're going to take me a really long time, and as a result, I tend to avoid them. So with tasks like that, I also apply small steps to, to break down that overwhelm, to, to decrease that overwhelm. Um, and it's very interesting. Normally, tasks that I think are super overwhelming and are going to take a really long time if I apply the small step approach, and normally that looks like um, starting with just five minutes on the task, normally with those tasks, they end up being much shorter and much easier than I initially thought. So that's just a cool thing as well. And it's thanks to me taking the small step that I'm able to realize that something that I thought was going to be really complicated and challenging is actually not that big of a deal. So before I wrap up this little solo cast chit chat with all of you, 
Um, I still want to share that if you want to learn more about small steps, I highly recommend the book One Small Step Can Change Your Life by Robert Maurer. This was required reading for my creativity coaching training, and it's such a fabulous book. Um, I actually recommended it to one of my friends while I was doing the training, and she was like, oh my goodness, this is so good, Leia. Um, so yeah, it's a really lovely book. It's not a long read, but there's just so so much value in it. Um, not sponsored at all, by the way, um, but just wanted to share a good resource. And I'll also leave um, that title down in the show notes. All right, my friends, I hope that this was helpful for you. Um, and I hope that you were able to appreciate the the goofy, the goofy mood that I was in. I had fun recording this and I'm so excited to share my creation with you next week. And I will see you on the next episode. Happy spring and have a beautiful week. Much love to you all.